It's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Casey. And I'm Ashley. Last time we looked at three basketball-related episodes because the NB Finals are happening. We also sent out our weekly Twitter poll asking whether you'd rather play basketball on a team coached by the illustrious Doug Dimidome or the uh, brutal and tough coach Wittenberg. Doug Dimidome won with 74% of the vote, and I'm, I'm curious if that's because maybe some people don't even remember Coach Wittenberg, and Doug Dimidome is so memorable. Like, I barely remembered Coach Wittenberg until this past episode. Yeah, to be entirely honest, I think Wittenberg got more of the vote than I was expecting. I expected sure. not many people to even remember who he was, and if they did, not want to be on his team. So, um, right. yeah, I, I thought, you know, cred, cred to him for getting... You know, about a quarter. That's pretty decent. This time, we're tracking the Rugrats through the ages. We have one episode each from Rugrats, Preschool Days, and All Grown Up. Each episode focuses mostly on Angelica and Susie, so we can see how their relationship sort of develops over these three shows. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Now let's get started. From the Nicktoon Animation Studio in Hollywood. Hollywood, 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 Hollywood. Our first episode is from Rugrats, entitled And the Winner Is, from Season 7, Episode 9A, originally aired March 9th, 2001. And in this episode, Angelica and Susie compete in a contest, something that we're going to see is kind of a through line through these three episodes. And yeah, that's pretty much it. We have some, you know, classic parent and uh, other baby hijinks, but they stay pretty out of the way for the main plot here, which is this, uh, this contest. A uh, talent show, kind of? It's like a talent contest? Yeah, it's it's like a talent contest. It seems like it's like a locally held, but there's multiple age groups, I guess. Um, also, just vague timeline of the show. Uh, this is post-Rugrats in Paris, right? So Kimmy's up in the mix, and we've got Lou and Lulu together. Just, just, you know, to give you an idea of where within the Rugrats this is, right? Season 7, so we're pretty deep into the series at this point. Um which we do get to see the return of Lou and Lulu being adorable, and I basically lost my mind when I saw them because they are the cutest people who have ever happened, and I love them. Yeah, I'm, I was so delighted when they came on screen because, you know, ever since Rugrats in Paris, we've been fangirling pretty hard over them. We were sad when they came in third in that Twitter poll about cute, the cutest couple in that movie, but uh, oh, after Spike and Fifi, like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, admittedly, they're adorable, yeah, but, like, but they're not Lou and Lulu. Lou and Lulu are their goals, right. honestly. Um, and so I'm starting to think, Ashley, that maybe Preschool Days takes place before Rugrats, because they just seem younger. You know, it, it's just kind of... I'm not sure that they know the answer to that question. <laughs> right. And we'll... We'll get into that more with Preschool Days. It's not a well-done show, and I don't actually know... And that's part of what I've struggled with it in general, is that it, I've never felt like I needed to know this part of their lives. The only thing that makes me think that it's after is the people who are involved don't show up in the original Rugrats, and I know that's because those people were invented and all grown up, so, like, 
But you know what I mean? Like, that the, there's the two kids. Right. They sort of... Who both show yeah, up. Yeah, because All Grown Up is like a sequel that invents new characters, and then in the prequel... <laughs> it's bizarre. So, again, I don't actually know where in the timeline and this I is And I keep to be, trying but... to look it up, and nothing is helpful. I All I get is, like, Rugrats timelines about... Within Rugrats, the show itself. I can't find, like, a canonical Rugrats timeline. So help us out, and fan I... base, if you can. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they knew. I based on watching the show, I can't. That's very tell. true. I mean, uh, well, like I said, we'll we'll get to trashing preschool days when it comes to its time. Um, but <laughs> back to this episode. Um, right. So basically, there's a talent competition, and the two people that we care about competing are Susie and uh, Angelica, and obviously, we get their you know classic rivalry. And we, we sort of get this, uh, this situation. It reminded me a little bit of the talent show that we covered from uh, As Told by Ginger, right? We've got this one person who has all the money to make this high production value, exciting dance with like an orchestra and everything, which is Angelica. And then we've got Susie, who's just kind of, you know, you know, it's like her and her mom is playing piano and it's super cute and it's super, you know, low budget, but still like, you know where the talent's at, so to speak. Well, kind of. She doesn't really win on talent. We'll, we'll cut there. <laughs> yeah. It certainly is adorable. Um, what else happens here? Um, basically, uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil the potential Twitter poll I've been thinking about doing for this episode, but I can't decide if Susie and Angelica are genuinely good friends and maybe they help each other in some way or if Susie just deserves so much better. I tend to lean towards Susie deserving better. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think Susie could be good for Angelica, but I don't think Angelica is particularly good for Susie. But I think, you know, like, like Susie's gaining less out of this relationship, but I think in some ways just to keep her patient and grounded, perhaps she's okay. I don't know. I, I do go back and forth as well. In this episode, and especially in their younger years, I think Angelica truly is just extra terrible and extra selfish. And um, Susie throughout, and it, it really throughout, well, minus preschool days, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Susie does a really good job of sort of rising above it all and just sort of dealing with Angelica being terrible and she like knows how to sort of mess with Angelica's head but not in a way that's malicious right. you know just like in ways that like she's telling the truth or like she knows that by not being bothered by Angelica Angelica's gonna get more riled up for sure and like we uh I think at the end of the day Angelica needs Susie someone to be a buffer between Angelica and the rest of the world but Susie doesn't really need Angelica yeah I think I think overall I'd agree with that as well um yeah plot wise there's not a whole lot else that happens right basically it's it's just Angelica's terrible um and Angelica's mom we also see is sort of a an enabler there and we also see Susie's mom sort of being an enabler of her being a good person. <laughs> so you, you definitely see the, the parents' influence amongst the children where Susie's mom will be like, oh, well, I'm sure they're all just trying to have fun. And um, Angelica's mom is having none of, none of that let's have fun 
madness. For sure. I don't, know, I don't have a ton more to say about this. You know, Susie gets her own little version of revenge. Yeah, her owning the final performance is... Uh, I'm not crossing episodes, right? This, Yeah, this happens in the Rugrats you know, one. This is... So, uh, yeah, Angelica decides to steal Susie's tap shoes. So conniving, that's... so evil, and also brilliant, but mostly evil. And just unnecessary. And so because of that... Susie goes out in her socks, which, you know, are very slippery on the surface, but she kind of just owns it, and she kind of makes it into a comedy act, and this this talent show is weirdly judged by this, like, clapometer that I guess must be just, like, measuring decibels or something, but, like, it's sort of a strange way to go about it. Um, <laughs> because, you know, you would just have those parents who bring, like, tons of people in to cheer extremely loud, or, like, bring, like, a megaphone or something probably not the smartest thing to do but regardless everyone ends up clapping a ton for Susie because of her um accidental comedy and her like natural instincts to like read a room and read the crowd and give them what they want I think Susie's gonna be a star and we see some canonical conflict in preschool days which is uh very typical (laughs) but preschool days and I'm glad that, you know, and hopefully this is the last time we ever touch this show. Uh, yeah, it will be. Um, I'm just, I'm glad that we're talking about the other two shows because I think really, I think there's a lot more interesting dynamics happening between the two of those. Preschool Days is such a mess in that it just, it doesn't really take the characters. And Susie specifically... I feel like does not feel like Susie at all. No, and it's really disappointing because I love her character in All Grown Up and I love her character in Rugrats. But, man, they really missed the mark in preschool days with her. And with a a lot of things. Before we get on a preschool days only rant, which we will, is there there anything else you wanted to add onto this one? Obviously, Susie wins. Lou and Lulu also win, which is... Sure, and we get to do watch them do their tango, which right. I think is rewarding all in itself. There's but, not a ton of um, Tommy or Chucky or anything in this one. They're, they're no, no. around, but mostly just to exist with Angelica. And they have a couple of cute lines yeah. here and there. Um, still, thoroughly enjoyed this one. It's cute. It's not my favorite Rugrats episode by any means, but it's cute. It gets the job done, and it definitely sort of shows the Susie-Angelica uh, dynamic pretty well. Agreed. All right, well, let's move on. All right, our second episode is from Rugrats Preschool Days, and it's called Trees a Crowd. It's from season one, as if there are any others. Episode three, it aired on a lot of different dates, but in the U.S., I believe November 30th, 2008. Yes, um, although if our fans had their way, there would be more than one season. Let's be glad they're not in charge of that. Oh. I thought part of our New oh, Year's right. resolution for 2017 was we don't bring that Broke up. Broke it. I'm a terrible person. Shoot me. Um, okay, so this one. <laughs> You're a shooby. That's what you are. <laughs> this one. The, uh, the class performs a take on George Washington's adventures with the cherry tree and crossing the Delaware River. 
However, Angelica gets jealous when she is assigned to the role of the tree and her love interest Matthew is George Washington, while Savannah plays the part of Martha Washington. Uh, this one's... I don't know, is this worse than the first episode we watched? I felt like it was. Yes, unequivocally, yeah. Which I didn't think was possible going into it. Can we... Neither Can we disclose to the audience the, the state of which we watched this in or no? Yeah, let's do so it. So we were drunk, and it was still intolerable. Yeah, we were a little, little, little tipsy, like drunk, and drunk, yeah. uh, it didn't help. It almost made... Well, we made, like, a drinking game out of it, and it was... That was entertaining, but... There were so many moments where we just looked at each other and were like, what is happening right yeah, now? Yeah, I think we said something like, let's drink every time you feel like you're just watching preschoolers. And it was like the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You guys. Yeah, it's just so bad. And they're doing this musical for preschoolers, which to start off is a horrible idea. I'm all about arts education, but not with this teacher, this mess of a lady. And they're, oh, they're God. also just, and... they're not, so like, you know, like they're, preschoolers aren't good singers. So usually you're just going to have them sing in a group and they kind of talk, sing through it. But she has like, and this is specifically what's horrible is that Susie sings and it is actually painful it it is worse than timmy in schools out the musical by far oh it absolutely is yeah and what's funny is well she doesn't sing in the rugrats episode she sings in this one and she sings quite well in all grown up so well i mean obviously puberty changes people's voices but it will i'll be interested in tracking that when we get to the next and a bit less so for girls in general too not that you can't go from being a bad singer to a good singer. Like, not that that's impossible, but, you know, we, we don't have the same vocal change that goes through. So usually if you're horrible, you're not going to go to being great. But that's, I'm sure there are cases where that happens. But she's also just, like, she's off pitch and, like, off everything. Like, she's just yelling and it's horrible. It's, like, the worst preschooler you've ever had to deal with in your life. Um... The other main thing I really want to get on about this is Savannah may be the worst person ever. Period. Yeah, well, and we've talked about this before, that the creation of Savannah, I mean, she's in All Grown Up, but the existence of her in preschool days exists, in my opinion, solely to make Angelica look better. And it doesn't work. It only makes both of them look horrible. I mean, like, it, it makes... It doesn't make Angelica look better. I think it works as that you recognize that, wow, it, it does get worse than her. But you don't you don't feel good about either of them. You, you don't feel... You're not really rooting for Angelica. You're just not rooting for anyone. It's more of like a lesser of two evil situation. And it's just right. this giant pile of dislike. And basically, because I'm assuming you didn't watch this, and if you did, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Savannah tricks Angelica and says like oh the tree the tree is the biggest role you want to be the tree after like Angelica goes through all this effort to like get this costume made to like dress up like Martha Washington and clearly is like very dedicated to the role and then she gives it up to be the tree because she thinks the tree is a star which well you're dumb but also like also what sort of a teacher has actual auditions for preschoolers you know like this should be like Oh drawing names God. out of a yeah, hat, right? They don't even right? know what, like, theater is yet. Yeah. Like, 
or like even like I in one scene you can be her and then the other you, these are like preschoolers you're like what like f what, five not even four you don't yeah, three and four. Although, the one thing I will say is the one solace of this episode is that it's about a school play and there's not a kiss scene. So I was able to at least be happy about I mean, it's that. It's probably because <laughs> the people involved in this show were none of the people that were involved in anything else in Nickelodeon, I think. Um, and that shows. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it basically, and the thing is too, is not just the bad singing, is that Susie isn't, she's annoying. You know, like, she's usually this smart, sort of well-spoken character who sort of understands, and she she has a smarter-than-her-age understanding, and she lacks that here. She just is annoying. She's just as annoying as the rest of them. Maybe not as annoying as Angelica but and Savannah, but she's still annoying. Like, I still don't want to be in the same room as her. And I think that constant air of being annoyed just comes with this show. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I can't talk about it for much longer. To I be can't honest. think about um, it. Okay, for much but longer. In, in terms of Angelica, Susie, because that seems to be kind of who we're tracking in this uh, Rugrats, babies to teenagers thing. We don't learn much about them except that they're still petty and competitive, and it's mostly from yeah, Angelica. I mean, in this one, we see a little bit more that I guess Savannah is also in the mix there, and Susie's less so the focus of this one. But yeah, no, we we don't. Right. We we don't come out of the show, learning anything about the characters or liking any character better than we did before. <laughs> no, exactly. All right, let's let's be done with this. So are we done with preschool days for forever? That's pretty much it, and, and I think we're done with. We only have two more episodes. We may just finish them one day, just because. But like, there's so many good Nicktoons we haven't gotten the chance to cover as much as we'd like. You know, so I'm gonna. This might be it. For I'm gonna make a proposition. And we don't have to do this. And if if it makes any of you listeners uncomfortable and you're listening, let us know. But what if we did a drunk one and we made it that? Oh, that is good. Yeah, that was actually Patricia's idea. I don't know if we should throw her under the bus, but I mean, there's like uh, we were telling her about our of... experience watching this episode, and she said we should do a podcast like that. And I, I'd be there's in drunk so, talks uh... and things like that. Like we're we're not the first people doing something similar. I. We're both of age, um, so I don't think it would be yeah, a big deal. Totally. I don't think it should make anyone uncomfortable. And, I mean, we'd still edit it out if anything's just completely out of hand. Like a group but... egregious, <laughs> yeah. No, it would be fine, yeah. That's a, okay. Uh, maybe it'll be something else. It might be preschool days, but I say let's do something of that yeah. sort in the next because few months. Because if I'm sure. not watching it drunk, I don't know if I can physically watch it. And let's try to make that when we can physically be together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's true. Sorry, guys. Planning. Because planning things is better <laughs> than talking about preschool days. I have nothing else to add about this show. That's so true. Let's move on to All Grown Up. Our third and last episode is from All Grown Up, entitled It's Karma, Dude, from Season 3, Episode 4, originally aired April 14th, 2005. And in this episode, there's a talent show coming up. Sound familiar? Angelica signs up for it, and Tommy tells her to let Susie know. Angelica does not. Uh, Angelica gets a, gets a huge zit and uh, gets advice from Dill. Dill tells her to do good deeds to uh, 
get karma back on her side, but uh, this it keeps getting bigger. She ultimately lets Susie sing in the talent show instead. So the first thing I kind of want to say about All Grown Up in this is I don't get why they're double episodes. I don't think they need that much time to tell the stories they're trying to tell. I think it could have been done in half the time. Yeah, I feel like, and I, I felt this way about all of the ones that we've watched so far, is that it feels like it's trying to sort of be this sort of, you know teen episodic situation but like i guess they're not teens yet right they're preteens whatever they are um it like wants it to be this like deeper show but they don't really have the content for it right they're, they're not really doing enough with these characters to validate making the episodes as long as they are so a lot of it just kind of feels like we know where this plot is going like you you could have summed this up in half the time and you kind of feel the filler and you kind of feel the lag um, usually there's a B-plot that is lazy at best. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't love this episode. We do see an interesting dynamic of Angelica Susie. So Angelica basically has the opportunity to tell Susie about the talent show. She calls, and uh, Susie's voicemail kind of is, like, broken. And Angelica could have called again. She totally should have. So, like, to Angelica's credit, and it shows her growth from Rugrats to All Grown Up, she does try to let Susie know about this talent show. And, uh... She just, you know, there's a mild inconvenience, and so she thinks, you know, I just won't tell her to, like, improve okay. her chances. Super petty. I need, like, the quickest of seconds here, and I could be wrong in this. Did, did voicemail machines with physical tape exist? Like, did they coincide with cell phones at any point? Did people still have those? I don't think so. I'm kind of, I, I was confused by it, too. Because I I know I never had physical tapes no, in neither. my answering machines. And cell phones were, like, you know, like, kind of around when we were young. But, like, not not to the point that, like, younger kids would be having them. Although I'm sure Angelica got one well before her time because she spoiled a terrible. But I just felt like those two technologies didn't exist. And that's kind of the plot device that they use is that the tape gets all messed up. Which they could have just made it that, I don't know some equivalent such terrible thing happened but i i don't know i felt like it was a little strange this is just me being skeptical as i do not skeptical scientist just skeptical (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely it did confuse me as well it's funny you mentioned that uh, because we hadn't talked about that um yeah i i like the music of this show a lot the theme song is great and the sort of of course the classic you know mid 2000s sort of grungy trans or not grunge that's 90s but this sort of like punk pop like transitiony stuff is so great yeah and i i do credit the show for the sort of feel and although i don't love it i think it does continue the characters on and it does allow for growth of characters that we get to see and developments that we didn't get to see beforehand that I think are valuable and interesting to kind of get to see, you know, like what it's like when they grow up. And I know we say that every time, so I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse here, but um, I think it it is valid for the show to exist in itself, which I cannot say about the show that will not be named. <laughs> No, yeah, exactly. So, 
I, I like All Grown Up. It's not on Rugrats level for me. It's not even close. I But uh, it's certainly no preschool days, which is great. Yeah, and, you know, I I do think we we see a better side of Angelica here, right? First, there is the fact that she does call Susie in the first place. She kind of tries to get out for it, but uh, get out of it, but she caves and she does it. And, um, you know, uh, we've got that going. We also do have that she learns about karma and she does all these nice things to try to make her karma better. And I expected us to get sort of this montage of like her watching Dill do nice things, but she's actually really trying admittedly for selfish reasons, but she is trying and she is putting in a lot of effort to do nice things. You know, she's like helping a lady put groceries in her car and, uh, you know, she's, I think she like saves a cat or something. Like she's, she's really putting more effort than you would expect. Yeah. And (laughs) I don't know how I feel about Dill as a character in all grown up because he just, I know we don't learn a ton about Dill because he's like a baby baby, even compared to the other babies in Rugrats. But I just find him annoying. I find his voice too over the top. And I just, I don't really get what his thing is, that he's this like weird loner who does his own thing and wears knit hats. Like that's kind of it, right? Yeah, he has weird inventions, which I know comes up in one episode. That's true, yeah. Um, But he... I don't know, as a whole, he's just kind of a weird kid. Um, and I don't know, I don't, I don't really know how I feel about him either. I don't hate him, necessarily, because he does kind of help the plot in some weird ways, but, like, there's something wrong with Dill, man. Yes, there definitely is. <laughs> so, yeah, Angelica gets this zit, and it's such a, like, tired plot of, like, oh, no, she has a zit, like, who cares? I know high schoolers can be judgy, but, like, well, like, uh, I, I'm not interested in watching another sh- another episode about, you know, young person freaking out about their appearance. I get why it's relatable, but I'm just kind of tired of it at this point. Yeah, and I feel like... Another thing that just doesn't doesn't happen in this show, right, is that we don't really get the whole parents left in the dark thing and the kids. Like, we, we don't get a lot of that dynamic either. Um, and we're kind of left with this, let's just try to be this dramatic teenager show that doesn't, it just doesn't grasp me as well as... The babies who are adventurous and imaginative and exciting, paired with their parents who are, you know, their parents who are a mess. <laughs> and uh, so we don't we don't have that going for us. And I think that's part of why this show just isn't isn't anywhere near the same level as the original Rugrats. I think it's OK, um, but I think it, it does its best when it stays kind of true ish, I guess, to the original. Right. Like. When we, we get to see those glimpses of the true personalities between them and how I would really imagine them to be grown up are the times where I'm much more interested in the show than the stupid teen drama. Like, oh, I was it. Or, you know, in previous episodes, like, oh, who am I going to go to the dance with? Like, okay, cool. Right. And I don't love reboot culture in general. And I think All Grown Up suffers from it a little bit is you're so constrained by the original show of what you can and can't do. And it's just so much less interesting than coming up with original concepts. So 
I don't know, I wouldn't have made or greenlit All Grown Up, but I, I get why it exists, and it's sort of like wish fulfillment for some fans, I'm sure. Yeah, and I, I remember it being exciting as a kid, and I think I liked it better as a kid, too. Yeah, like, I remember watching this too. show, and I wasn't, like, pumped about it, but I definitely watched it in a happier light than I do now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot else to add. Uh, we do hear Susie sing, though, and she sings this song that I'm pretty sure comes up in at least one other episode, because it sounded really familiar. Yeah, it's, it's called To Fill an Empty Heart, and I was like, why do I know this? I feel like I know this. It's like kind of Christina Aguilera-y, but I guess they just do it a few times in the show, and I just, like, remembered it from it's a watching jam. All Grown Up. It is a jam, and she's great on it. So... Which, I don't know. It's definitely the mo- the best part about the episode, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll agree with that. And, again, we do see Angelica sort of caving, giving uh, Susie the spotlight. Um, and so I do appreciate that we get to see that growth of her as a character. She's still terrible. She's, you know, yes. she's not a good person, but I think she has grown up in ways. You know, she's she's not as immature as she once was. Yeah, she's capable of apologizing and not just because she's upset about the consequence. Yeah, and, and she really does. She owns up to everything, too. She's like, I knew your machine was broken. I'm sorry, I should have told you. Um, and then her mom goes ahead to tell her that she could have gone to the dermatologist and that karma's not real, but before then. <laughs> right. So maybe it is good that we didn't ultimately get the Patakis, and maybe it could have turned into an all-grown-up for us in terms of, like, it's good, but it's not the original, and it never can be, you know? So maybe it was a blessing in disguise to not see the Hey Arnold folks grown up. The only thing I'll say against that is that that was going to be a Nick at Night show, which Uh... I think would have changed the dynamic significantly, um, in that it would be able to explore adult topics. I wonder if All Grown Up would have been better if it had been allowed more freedom. Possibly. In that way. I, it, yeah, like I said, I, I definitely think that's part of why I longed for the Patakis is their ability to take it in such a new direction while keeping those original characters. So maybe if there was some way that they weren't quite so constrained. Um, that being said, I'm okay with the fact that All Grown Up happened. doesn't bother me. It's, it's an okay show. It does its job. But it is no... Yeah. No Hey Arnold, no original Rugrats in my book. Certainly not, certainly not. And our our voters in Nick Madness certainly agreed that it has nothing on Rugrats. It got absolutely destroyed in that first round matchup. As it should have, as it should have. Okay, I think we've talked this to death. I've got nothing else to add. All right, well, uh, moving on, we've got our conclusion with our fun fact Twitter poll and a preview for next week. Alright, our fun fact for this week comes from the Rugrats and All Grown Up wiki page. It is, uh, since Angelica's face breaks out in zits in this All Grown Up episode, that means she's begun puberty. (laughs) It's a direct quote. I just love the inanity of the quote, the, like, trivia on the wiki pages of Nicktoons. Go check some of them out. They're always so dumb. There's also a bunch of great (laughs) ones that are like, they'll be like characters likes and dislikes are just beautiful. I I can't remember. If you have some spare time. Angry Beavers had some good ones. Dig dig through those because, wow, they are they are golden. Yeah, there's something. Um, So we figured we'd share that tidbit with you guys. (laughs) 
our Twitter <laughs> poll we sort of referenced earlier, but do you guys think that Susie deserves better than Angelica, or do they actually have a good friendship? I think there's validity to both sides on this one. I think so too, but I'm interested in hearing from the, the listeners. So next week, we're going to do an Angry Beavers special, and it is about time. This is one of our favorite Nicktoons that we didn't watch much until this podcast, so we're so excited to bring that to you. Yeah, and we'll hopefully be able to dig through, find some some really solid ones. I know from from my feelings, we've seen what has to be some of the best, but I'm excited to, to see more of this great show. It's about time we've done a special for it. We talk about it way too much. Um, so look forward to that one, and thanks as always for listening, and we'll see you next week.